Hey everybody, my name's Dane. And I'm Jimmy. And our podcast is called Bubbling Questions. We do would-you-rathers from listeners and a Twitter bot. Along with one-person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like what kind of ridic are we talking? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay, all from our very real hot tub. Oh yeah, 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 very real, uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find Bubbling Questions wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> In Southern California, just outside Hollywood, there is a most unusual hotel. A hotel dedicated to the golden age of cinema and the departures of its most influential and notorious players. It is a destination that spotlights the manners in which these men and women of Hollywood perished. Welcome to the Swan Hotel. On this eve of new beginnings and fresh starts, we make a toast to the ghosts of a past year and offer you the uniquely told story of Room 726. Like the cloche in Paris, tonight we present to you a double bill, courtesy of one Charlotte Reed, a comedic actress of motion pictures with one hand secured to a champagne bottle and the other sifting through a vanity case for an article of gold leaf and silver sentimentality. Welcome to the coastal elegance of Turnstone Isle, located four and a half miles off the Savannah waterfront. <laughs> Accessible only by boat, this remote and unassumingly lavish hotel has served as a long-standing hideaway for the country's prosperous and most popular A-listers, and as a result, closely harbors a slew of secret meetings and mysteries. One such case is the bizarre and widely disputed 1937 death of young actress Mary Adler in suite number six. A suite that 21 years later, on the evening of December 31st, was occupied by the lovely Miss Charlotte Reed and her male counterpart. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh. oh. Just the two of us friends, dressed to the nines. No husband, no crowds, just peace and serenity. Now we mustn't forget our hostess, now Charlotte. Oh, of course. A toast to Miss Adler. Admirer of and authority on Mary Adler, Charlotte Reed starred in the highly acclaimed 1956 Adler biopic, Wingswept. As a young starlet herself, Reed modeled her early career after Adler's, idolizing her films and signing with the same studio, thus embodying the tragic actress. In fact, Reed admired Adler so completely that she took on her notorious personal life as well. Like Adler, Reed was a boozer, an alky with a reputation less than glamorous. And newspapers placed her in the arms of a different man every week. But Reed buried her despair in her love and esteem for Adler. <laughs> oh, she was magnificent. Even just a handful of pictures, her last impression speaks volumes. Her face is still telling stories. Like a face from a dream. Echoing with moments of bliss and adoration. The face of an unattainable gemstone. Multifaceted and belonging to no one. Not even her audiences. That's just beautiful. 
Another splash, my dear? Splash away. A blossom flower she was. Uh, like that scene in the picture when I'm talking to uh, Jeremy Hines, the, the screenwriter. <clears throat> hey, smart Alec. <laughs> oh, uh, what do you want, brat? Tell me, do you always enter a speakeasy that way? Why, how do you enter a speakeasy? With finesse. Now step aside. Careful, boys. You're liable to strain your necks. Adorer of Adler, Charlotte Reed spoke of her death with warmth and tenderness. Such promise. And to think it all came crashing down in this very room. Infamous and the butt of unending jokes, the debate, the mystery, and a mockingly cruel epitaph. That's all they remember. How do you think she died? The death certificate of Mary Marie Adler states that the Macon City native choked to death. And from there, a 76-year-old mystery was born. Still to this day, detectives have not been able to ascertain exactly how the young actress choked. An autopsy revealed no contents in her stomach or bruising around her neck to suggest strangulation. In fact, not a single sign of foul play was ever discovered. And through the years, given the actress's drunken and typically amorous displays at private soirees, a number of strange and humiliating theories on her death have come bubbling to the surface. The most famous, of course, involving a champagne bottle and a pair of coupe glasses. Though whatever the cause, years of speculation have agreed on one thing. Mary Adler was a tortured soul. Light as a feather. You know, this was her actual compact case. I got it during the picture. It took over two decades to return to this room. She was so sad. But safeguarded us from her pain. Events going back to when she was little. She saved us from it all and made us laugh. A flower flourishing without sunlight or sustenance. She rose above all the cracks and condemnation and shined. Smiled in the face of criticism. Resilient. All the way to the last drop. She was stronger than most of us will ever know. With the men, her husbands, the abuse, none of us would ever continue on with such poise. Hmm. Now you mustn't compare yourself, Charlotte. Whew. I'm afraid I've had too much. Fry an egg on my cheek. Brilliant flower. Alone in a field. And so several empty champagne bottles later, six to be exact, as police reports would state, Charlotte Reed, in a dismal stupor, staggered from her room down the beach to the water's edge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 
now, uh, now step aside, boy. Would you? Careful now. You're liable to... Oh, no. My train. Oh. <laughs> I said, careful, boys. You're liable to strain your necks. Now, what does the girl have to do to get a drink around here? <laughs> Steady, boys. One at a time now. <laughs> Got the ear bunch tonight. What's the matter? Races leave you high and dry. Well, that makes two of us. Make that three of us. That makes three of us. I said, what's a girl have to do to get a drink around here? And with the soft savanna lights in the distance and the faint sounds of celebration coalescing with the gentle waves, the stunning and fragile Charlotte Reed went lights out and drowned in a foot of water. Meandering through the spacious sprawl of room 726, we find a confetti-littered floor and heaps of alcoholic refuse, wicker furniture, and blue and white decor. In front of the sofa, affixed to a glass table, sits a scandalous champagne bottle and a pair of empty glasses. And near the large double doors that would have led to the beach, a gold and silver compact case covered in grains of sand. To the remembrance of not only a past year, but every year that came before it. And to those people who came and left and lived in a flash. To their tireless spirits and strong-willed aspirations. The ending of one thing is but the start of another. Happy New Year from the Swan Hotel.